The views expressed in this podcast do not represent anyone. We reserve the right to play devil's advocate. Therefore, the issues in this podcast may be sensitive. This podcast should not be listened to by anyone. Have Have fun. fun. Hello, I'm Kurt and Rod. I'm Sidus Balsack. I'm just incredible. I'm Casey Meetin. Nobody fucking cares. And we are As the High Hits. Welcome back, everyone, to As the High Hits. I'm your host, Kurt Enrod. I am also your host, Titus Balsack. I'm your host, Casey Needs It. So, have you guys ever had that experience where you're falling? All the time. It's terrible, isn't it? I mean, I kind of like it, but then I also like falling from high places. You like falling from high places? It's, it's pretty least, fun. At least until he impacts. <laughs> I mean, what, what you have to understand, right. though, is I, I am constantly falling from a high place, at least from yeah. my perception. Ha. I thought you just really liked are roller you, coasters. Are you, are you saying everyone else is short, sir? I mean, I think he's trying to say he's extremely tall, and while he is tall, I'm not he is extremely. Not extremely tall. Yeah, I was I'm gonna, so. slightly above average for the normal yeah, man. But you're not the stratosphere type of tall. Slightly yet. above current, above current today's averages, just slightly. I mean, isn't current today's averages like five eight for guys? No, five I nine. I thought it was higher than that. It's it's f- somewhere between. I think it's about five nine or five ten. It might be five ten now, but it's not so, much I mean, taller than that. But we're still... I'm I'm a solid like half a foot above. Yeah, but there are. Are you six three or six four? Definitely six, a four. lot more than that. Nice. Uh, yeah, like... The average height for men has been tracked over the yeah. years and has been increasing. The National Center for the Health Statistics has reported that the average height for an adult male is sixty nine point one inches, or roughly five feet nine inches. Oh, so I was wrong. Doesn't that put you above average? No. Oh, no, it, it puts, puts me like right you average? at average. Well, there you go. You're average. You're an average size fellow now. You're no longer short. You're not short. You're we're just large, <laughs> right? I mean, that's actually factually true based on what you just told us. So you said you enjoy falling from high places, so like jumping on airplanes, bungee jumping, like, it, if roller I, coasters. If I could afford to go um, and like jump out of an airplane, I would. But right. as of right now, if I'm going to buy a plane ticket, it's going to be to fly someplace, you know, exotic and enjoy myself, not jump out of. What if you can jump out of the airplane to the exotic place? Right. I mean, that just sounds like a win-win. Like with a wingsuit. Oh, dude, that'd be cool as hell. But uh, I would be afraid suit. to use a wingsuit until I had skydiving down to like a pet. Like, like I, I would need to be really comfortable with skydiving before I donned the wingsuit and tried to fly. Nah, just dive right into it. I'm... Why I like literally from high dive, places, I would rather dive, not die from falling from a high place. You know, live life, take chances is all I'm saying. Are you saying I should be like those guys who go down through the valleys and the cliffs and the mountains and then hit the fucking keyholes? <laughs> yes. And you see one guy go through yes. and then you just see the other guy come out the other side as a mist? So, so. When, <laughs> I mean. Hey, I mean, he tried, but. So, so when I just finally. He decided died to doing myself, what he loved. <laughs> I'm going to put a glass of water at the bottom of a skyscraper with a note next to it. It says, I think I can make it. <laughs> have you have you guys ever heard of the suicide coaster? Mm-mm. It's literally a roller coaster de- designed for people who want to die. Really? And the way that it drops you, it drops you into um, seven consecutive loops that get smaller and basically 
suffocate all of the oxygen away from you and then you die peacefully while going on a roller coaster being someone who's afraid of heights and not liking being upside down <laughs> in a roller coaster <laughs> that would not be a peaceful death for myself i mean that's you nobody's saying after all of the air but i'm saying out of your system and you pass out <laughs> right oh i'm and probably passing out at like the second loop right right, right. Passed out. No. From that yeah. point so on, because my oxygen like intake will have dropped i'll live through the experience Kurt, do you not like roller coasters not typically no so you don't like falling from heights i do not like falling from heights you do not like that feeling of falling i i do not like that feeling of falling oh well but uh that's because i i believe i'm more scared of the impact you well, know, I think so I when think most I feel people, like yeah. the falling, like you know, my instincts of fight or flight kick in, and it just it it gives me all kinds of anxiety. And this is and someone does, who gets punched in the and, face and for and fun. And when you're falling, to, how does your flight instinct take? Hey, hey, whoa, whoa! Have and, you ever been well, hit in the face? Well, <laughs> it's a good time sometimes. I, I want to know how and flight instinct I have always kicks said in. I would rather stay on the ground and go from zero to three hundred miles an hour in three seconds than to go up in the air. I just want to know, how's that flight instinct kicking in when you're falling? Does um, it work yet? It's he starts flapping anxiety. his arms. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's just a, a state of anxiety. So I know. I just, like, it, like, I found it. That's what that makes it even worse. It's like there's literally nothing was, I can do, so it, my body's just It was the use of fight or reason. flight in the middle of a falling scenario. So, like, talking about falling this is how we're gonna get kind of segued into today's topic which is franz reichelt i mean we're gonna jump in something about we're jumping into franz ferdinand no reichelt okay franz franz reichelt reichelt you want to put that on the screen (laughs) I i think i nailed it i think i nailed it right there so born in austria in the kingdom of bohemia in 1878 Mm-hmm. Did he have mm-hmm. a rhapsody? Mm-hmm. This man had a dream. Not a rhapsody. Okay? He was looking at what was going on in the world. And at the time, you know, um, aeronautics was kind of in its infancy. Okay, okay. So he wanted to develop, like, a parachute suit. Okay. In order to for them to have safer travels in their airplanes. So, uh, like, the... So we're talking about the open air airplanes, right? The old school ones. Yes, yes. Um, uh, like the tri wings and the you know double winged. Yes, all yes, that other yes, cool yes. Stuff. And so he was like, "Hey, you know, so these things seem kind of even dangerous. kind of before that. Oh. Yeah, even just slightly before that. So the thirteen wing plane. So he moved to France. The X wing. He moved to France in 1898, and he adapted the name Francois. Ooh. So he's no longer a Franz. So fancy. He's Francois. Yeah, he's a fancy man, too. Um, Is it still Rachel? Why, why were you so loud right there? That, 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 that one almost hurt me. Bless almost. you. Right. <laughs> the unmarried aeronautic enthusiast lived on a third-floor apartment that he paid 1,500 francs a year for, or in today's, stand, in today's rates would be $276.75 U.S. A year? Yes, for his apartment. Man, now that is a good going right on an apartment. I tell you what, I mean, you could you could put me in the projects, me paying that much, and I'd probably be Inflation okay isn't a real thing. What are you talking about? So, like, 
he also had a successful dressmaking business. So he was a tailor. He usually catered to people that were visiting France from Austria. Okay. And uh, he decided he wanted to create a article of clothing with a more functional design, which his which would be his parachute suit. Is this the birth of parachute pants? Um, his design um, is actually very similar to what wingsuits use today. Oh, okay. Uh, with one vital difference, though. Uh, the, the wingsuits work? So we're going to guess that it works. <laughs> <laughs> Following the trend of the times, the aviation developing at a healthy pace for the times, such as the Wright Brothers. All yeah, right. Yep. So, like, this is, like, around when, like, the infancy of aeronautics. Yep. Um, someone called Germany's Glider King. I didn't have a chance to really look at that, but that was in 1896. Glider King. Yes, Germany's Glider King. I'm thinking like that a is, king got into like hang that gliding is one or whatever. Hell of a title. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it sounds it sounds like a goddamn Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> the Glider King coming to theaters this fall. I mean, then again, you also had the Tiger King, and it did not have the same effect at all. <laughs> Just saying. And the Second Age of Middle Earth. <laughs> well, I, we have the Glider King. I thought about calling Francois. Francois Reichelt, the Glider King himself, until I saw that, because, you know, he wanted to fly, not like the birds, but like the squirrels. Oh, like the sugar gliders. Right. Those things are adorable. Right. But uh, they're meant to fly like that. We are not. I mean, we could be. I mean... Give us a couple hundred thousand years of evolution. I was a couple extra... I mean, thousand pounds. What we have, have what we left. have to do, right, is we have to get like really fat. I mean, like really fucking fat. I'm talking like, working on it. I'm talking like 900 pounds fat, right? <laughs> and then we got to lose all of that weight inside of a year, and we'll be left with so much extra skin, we can literally fucking fly like the be like lights. Rocky and Bullwinkle, man. That's right, baby. Just cut it open, stitch it to your arms. Squirrel and moose. <laughs> <laughs> um. What was that? I think just incredible. Just had a little bit of orgasm, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of orgasm. <laughs> you gotta about, talk into the mic, sound guy. Talking about sugar gliders, man. Talking about sugar gliders. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like just straight you know, shit talking. With with how much we talk about um, interspecies erotica, I'm pretty sure people are gonna think that we're furries. <laughs> I mean, we are furry. Let them. <laughs> I mean, that is a community I would love to have listen to us. That's all I'm saying. They seem like cool people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to the furries. Where was I? It was too what were we talking about? about? It was two buffaloes that do it. Parachute right? pants? Yeah, parachute pants. MC Hammer. The Glider King. Germany's Glider King. <laughs> no, no, no. We yeah, yeah. About yeah, did, did anybody... Dun, dun, I know dun, dun, I dun, didn't, dun, dun. but has anybody heard of Germany's Glider King? Fuck no. Uh, I mean, I looked him up when you told us. Oh, yeah? Oh, so oh, somebody's what got did a you find out, uh, Casey? That uh, his name is Otto, Otto Lilienthal. And I'm probably saying Otto Lilienthal? Yeah, L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. Wow. That's a mouthful. And 
He yeah, baby. lived 48 years and died from a cervical fracture sustained in a glider crash accident. No oh, way! The Glider nice. King died of a glider crash? <laughs> I'm, I'm flabbergasted that that would happen. He went out doing what he loved. Breaking his back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody wants a cervical fracture before they die. It's like a badge of honor, especially in the glider business. He, uh, yeah, he's he's mostly just noted for being the most significant uh, pioneer in the aeronautic space uh, at the same time as Kaylee and the Wright brothers. So it was because of people like Otto and their cervical fractures and the Wright brothers crashing so many of their designs that Francois wanted to develop a parachute suit to increase the safety of these aviation pioneers. Well, I like where his head's at. You know, he's, he's thinking safety first, guys. You know, right. get, get the hard hat out. Let's get the clipboard. Let's start going through the checklist. Well, but there's more. So the Aeronautics Club of France had a reward for a functioning parachute system because one had not really been invented yet. Okay. You know, so there was some, like, monetary push you know, I can't think of motivation. There was some monetary motivation there um, for him to develop it. So it wasn't just that he wanted to keep people safe. I'm sure it was also, hey, there's money and I'm a tailor and I think I can do this. And if it works, you probably have a repeat customer. Right, exactly. If it doesn't work, if it doesn't work, it's not good for so, business. So charge them high. Uh, so similar to most parachute type apparatuses, Francois's invention relied on... Uh, on increasing the surface area of the human body to reduce falling speeds by wind drag. Okay, so basically wind resistance catching into the fabric or the surface area, you know, and and slowing down the body because of the resistance, because of the upward force of the drag. So because of this, Francois suit would be lightweight and not hinder movement, uh, much like the design of the wing suits we talked about that we use today. Um, his design had a number of extra flaps and panels that would open upon descent. Uh, descent. Exper- and experimentation began in the summer of 1910. He had success with weighted dummies making a safe, landed, uh, safe landing from the fifth floor balcony of his apartment building. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So this dude was testing from five stories up? Yeah, this guy was and th- testing and with that- mannequins, with mannequins. Because if you think about mannequins back then, they were kind of more stands than they were like. Well, I'm thinking he's got like a wooden dumb, and he's like, "Hey, the wood didn't break. That's great." <laughs> Could you imagine walking down the street and just all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> right? There's just mannequins falling from the sky <laughs> in this suit with like flaps. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll be right down to collect it. Don't touch my mannequin. I must record the data. Did anybody get how fast he fell? Did it look like you could survive? No? Well, what do you know? (laughs) I'm a tailor. You know, and that essentially was his, like, attitude towards it. Like, nobody's going to tell me my design is faulty. You know, my design works. I know it works. I've seen it work with I'm mannequins. Right, you're wrong and Exactly. Exactly. Even though like his profession as a tailor, you know, he thought he had engineering down a hundred percent. He wasn't far off though, is the thing. 
Because, like I said, his suit did kind of resemble the wingsuits that we use today. I mean, just say that, but I'm looking at a picture here, and I'm like, holy fuck. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, there's pictures. There's actually video of this happening. Like, there is recorded video from the jump. Like, you can tell this guy was a pretentious douche just by his mustache. (laughs) Yeah, the mustaches are usually a dead giveaway. Oh, my God, that mustache looks like it could be his parachute. So... So big. Repeated efforts were not as successful as his first because the mechanic, uh, the mannequins kept crashing to the ground. Uh, you mean they kept one breaking? after another? So his first design like worked the best, and then every time he tried again, they kept crashing to the design, uh, crashing to the ground. Like, and even looking at that evidence, like he was so full of himself, he couldn't accept that maybe it wasn't a good design. That. He did actually present it to the Aero Club de France, the Aero Club that had the award or the reward available for a functional parachute suit. And the club straight up told him, the surface of your device is too weak. (laughs) You will break your neck. (laughs) Oh, and this is how he got involved with them. And then he stopped, right? No, no, he still he still kept going. So this aeronautics organization was like the top or the leading force in France towards the developing so, of aeronautics in France. So towards the developing of flying. Top minds in the field said this is a bad idea. And you will kill yourself. And he got with a people cervi- to record it. With a cervical fracture, much like the <laughs> glider king of Germany. <laughs> So a broken yes, neck. but he was he was <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. he was actually successful for a while. <laughs> Sounds like this was a one-time uh, trial for this guy. Well, actually, no, no, you're you're wrong. You're wrong there again too, because even after he went and um, was ha, Casey sh- wrong again when he was shot down by the Aero Club. Okay, he w- like he wanted to prove the design of his work. He was like, I know I'm right. Those guys don't know what they're talking about even though they're spending all their time studying where current flying is and everything right now, you know, because I'm a tailor, I know how these clothes are going to work. Oh, no. What? I was looking up pictures. Yeah, of the flying suit? And what did you find? It's it's not good. Can you, if I remember correctly, it looks like a burlap sack. I, I, so I'm, I think I'm looking at pictures of his final test. Oh, of his final test. Yeah, and I don't want to give it away. Yeah, but I just yeah, I, like yeah. I stumbled upon it. I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh no, my. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he polished his design. So he kind of went through and reworked it and kind of got some of the kinks worked out. And after getting these kinks worked out, he he started to test the suits himself in 1911. Okay, so. Like, there were several attempts to test these suits, including no. one where he fell from 26 feet and broke his leg. <laughs> There's your sign. Right, right. But can anybody guess, like, where he went with that? I only broke my leg. This is awesome. Uh, well, I mean, Better than I mean nine, that's right? one way, one way of looking at it. He, uh, he came to the conclusion, so I can only imagine this was his thought process. 
The only reason that the suit wasn't working is he wasn't falling from a far enough height. Which, I mean, so even in there, today's it, it, standards, a parachute's not going to save you from, like, 26 feet, right? Right. You right. got to be falling from a decent height to get enough uh, wind up into the sail to create enough resistance to slow you down. Absolutely. So I get where he's coming from. Absolutely. And I understood that as well, you know. But um, this is kind of where everything started. So he had negative results with the mannequins. He had negative results with himself. But he went, the problem's not in the design. It's in the height that I'm using the design at. So like anybody else um, who thought of this, he went to, he arranged a demonstration of his wingsuit from a height of 180 feet. So he went to the city of Paris and he said, I want to go up to the first floor of the Eiffel Tower mm-hmm. with my wingsuit and throw a dummy off of the first floor of the Eiffel Tower to demonstrate that my wingsuit would work. And let me guess the French were all about this. Um, they were reluctant, but really? because he was using a mannequin, they allowed it. They approved it. Right. Well, you're not throwing a person, yeah. so I guess all right. Absolutely. So there was all this. Pl- there was all this pl- publicity. Uh, yes, publicity for the event, and everybody knows the media. It was even true back then. There were <laughs> there were thirty reporters at the event. I, at the that event sounds like a lot in Paris for 1911 or for 1912. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that sounds like quite a lot of reporters. Like, in fact, Popular Mechanics covered his jump. Popular what? Popular Mechanics, the magazine. No. Still around today. Oh, well, that's news to me. Yeah, it's like a science and technology magazine. Yep. What did you do? Secure some sort of, like, uh, promotion from them or something? Like, why, why are we name dropping here? Um, because... It's a very popular magazine that this very, was mentioned very in. Well known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was around them. Just okay, because I you, get that. Just I, because I was... you only live in Reddit doesn't mean nothing whoa, else exists. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I just started looking into Reddit. Okay, <laughs> and then he never left. <laughs> just, all right, just all right. Just because I found it rather easy to navigate and you didn't doesn't mean you get to blow me up. Over <laughs> right, it. it's not his problem. Right? He has problems navigating magazines. Okay. Listen, the pages just get stuck together after so long. At least they did. That's didn't only listen. in your Playboy. <laughs> no, it's National Ge- Geographic. Right. Weren't you listening last episode? I mean, remember the buffalo. You want to see some? I'd rather titties. not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Titus remembers the buffalo. Two buffalo, mm. one bear. Uh, <laughs> squatch. I am a squatch. Two buffalo, one squatch. Breakfast of champions. <laughs> you know, when you say squatch, it just makes me think of sweaty crotch, man. <laughs> so, so is that what you're telling us? I mean, you're just a big sweaty crotch. I mean, depends on how long I've been in motion. In motion? Yeah, in motion. So, because it'll say develop... you don't move much. Well, I try not to, anyways. Thigh rub is the thing, man. So, he tries to live his life as a rock. Thigh rub. Mm-hmm. What? Who's that? Why you who's, do thigh gap? Oh, thigh rub. Yeah, you're, you're talking when your thighs Chafing. rub together. Right. That's why. As long as he's not in movement, he's good. Well, so if you guys <laughs> see what happens when your thighs rub together too much, I'll, I'll show you what happens. I mean, oh, I mean, oh, oh, God, put it away, <laughs> put it away. Apparently, it eats away at your jeans. Uh, yeah, like uh, this is all my jeans. Like my thighs rub together, it creates a lot of friction because you know I'm fat. 
I'm uh, surprised he didn't catch fire. Dude, right? But Did, I mean, I know I have a fire. Does that make out him a firecrotch then? <laughs> uh, Only mean, if he does catch fire. Oh, okay. Well, that would be interesting. We can hope. <laughs> but yeah, like, like, oh, like so right I'm, now I'm he's sad. afraid. Crotch. I mean, that would be a great time to do the liar, liar, pants on fire. You know, all I'm saying is <laughs> I would, I would love to be able to know a good tailor with some durable fabrics. Right. You know, one that might be building a flying suit. Right. I mean, I don't know if I need the flying suit, but if you can repair oh, you my jeans, that'd be amazing. Definitely want this flying suit. All right. So, it's a bunch of reporters. Got it. it. Right. Guaranteed to work. Bunch once. of reporters. Um. So, the highly publicized event had been approved by the authorities for Francois to demonstrate his suit by tossing the dummy off of the first um, first floor of the Eiffel Tower, which all is right, right. approximately 180 feet. So, um, this was never his plan, though. He was never <laughs> going to throw a dummy off. Ah, we got a schemer. And, thankfully, the police that had been um, put on duty for the event... We're just told to just don't interfere with the experiment. You know, so when he showed up on Sunday, February 4th, 1912, he arrived to the Eiffel Tower wearing his suit. Okay. And kind of strutted around and and showed off for the reporters, all the reporters that were present. Mm-hmm. You know, because there were cameras there. Uh, there was even a movie camera there. There Ooh. is video footage of his jump um, from 1912. So, wait, so are you saying he jumped? I'm currently watching it. Yes, I already told you this was never his plan that was to throw the dummy. Listen, I was held in suspense here. I was, like, sitting on the edge of my seat. I'm like, oh, God, did the dummy make it? Did the dummy crash? Did the dummy die? I don't know. But it sounds like, yeah, a dummy crashed. So he's here (laughs) strutting for these. uh, Well, I mean, it could have just been a crash dummy. It was a crash dummy. (laughs) Not a crash dummy. Does anybody remember that? The crash test dummies? Yes. The video game? The video game? The TV show? The the plush? The The toys? Didn't they start out as toys? I believe Uh, so. I think they started as toys and then grew into a cartoon and then a video game. But using crash test dummies was never really his thing. Um, At least it never worked out that way. So um, if anybody had any doubt that he was going to jump himself, considering he showed up wearing the suit and um, without a mannequin, this Mm -hmm. is for Mm -hmm. Titus, of course. If anybody had had their doubts, those doubts were, were definitely extinguished when he began to climb the tower itself. So, during the climbing of the tower, his friends and colleagues, like, pleaded and begged him, like, you know, hey, look, don't do this, man. Like, you can't do it with an untested product. You know, like, you definitely need to, you know, rethink this. Try it with the dummy like you were approved to do. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't hearing it, you know. And he was like, mm I'm doing it. I, my design's going to work. asshole. He, my design's going to work. I'll see you guys at the bottom. Oh, yeah, you'll see how pretentious he really was. Um, so once again, the police on site have been briefed not to interfere. So he had no issues, like, going through because nobody was going to, like, And I'm sure stop the officials in Paris at that time were like, dude, if this dude kills himself, this is going to be great publicity. Everybody's going to want to come see it. Let's do it. But no one's going to want to buy your parachutes. So Francois climbed up on a stool that was placed for him to safely jump over the guardrail. Okay. Okay. 
he stood there for 40 seconds. Just, I bet you, I, I, I want to know what was going through his mind for those 40 seconds. Like, just kind of standing up on the stool, looking over, going, mm, do I really want to do this? It was probably like, man, this is really fucking high. <laughs> or, or do you want, is this high enough? Maybe what if this... I should go, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe we could go the other way. He was such a pretentious douche that he could be thinking, you know, maybe I need to go up to the second floor just to make sure. Right, that, that you know, that the wind's going to catch the sails here and slow me down. Uh but like, like to me, what's going through his head at that point is, um, with being likely a very pretentious douchebag. Uh, I'm just saying this because of the mustache. I don't know the oh, guy. I I, I'm sure we'll get some angry comments about how he was such a good guy. The I mustache, you know. and then experts telling him, right. "Hey, you're gonna like break your neck," and he's like, "Ah, oh, they're wrong. I'm gonna just make <laughs> a couple little tweaks to the design, and but you know, go from there." I am sure the thing that was on his mind the most, though, is if this is successful. I'm going to be rich and famous. Well, like, he's already let's famous. not forget how he was strutting in front of those reporters. Like all I'm saying, if it's successful or if it's not, you're going to be famous. <laughs> you're going to be known for something. You will be remembered. <laughs> so all of a sudden he jumped. And as he jumped with the worst timing possible, he shouted, see you soon. And then abruptly made his leap of faith. As he began his free fall, his suit opened up, and it opened as expected, but then it immediately wrapped around him, causing him to plummet to the ground. However, it is speculated that he had a heart attack before he impacted the earth. I, I mean, it sounds like something nice to say. Right, right. I'm pretty like, sure that dude hit the fucking ground and died. <laughs> Look, this well, man I had think, an impact on the world. Right, and I think he'd like to know that he had an impact on the world. It's well, just that that did. impact was six to eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> and that's an actual fact. Like, he hit the ground with such force. Like, he created a crater of six to eight inches. Yeah, like I'm looking at this photo. I watched the video. I, I can't tell if it's grass or if it's like brick or whatever that he's hitting. Right. Like it's definitely like 1910, but yeah, there I was think, definitely a depression of like 10 to 15 three, centimeters. Yeah. And the, at the end of the God. video, I saw someone sticking like a ruler or something down into the crater to measure it right when it happened. So um, the following day, the press described the scene to the masses like the mangled body, the way that the the flaps wrapped around him, like his cockiness before the jump, <laughs> you know. He was cocksure. I don't like Even how we're talking about Even popular mechanics in 1913 said that Reichelt dropped like a rock. <laughs> sorry, sorry. The actual co- quote is Reichelt dropped like a stone. Yeah, but I wonder how many stones he was. You know, I, I'm sure I could have looked up his weight, but I didn't feel it was pertinent to the story. Now that he dropped like a stone, and you mentioned that, I wish mm-hmm. I would have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because then you can know how many stones actually dropped from that height. <laughs> well, that would give you an accurate measurement for the dummy. <laughs> but I think in this case, in this scenario, Reichelt was the dummy. Yeah, I was going to say, unfortunately, there's a pretty quick stop to that story. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. a uh, sudden stop, if you will. You, I mean. So, long fall, short stop? Yep. 
Okay. Yeah. Really Jimmy. short stop. Only, you know, six to eight inches. Six to eight inches. <laughs> Listen, that is a good national average, and I will not feel guilty. <laughs> um, did you guys ever hear the story about the guy that jumped out of the plane and his chute failed? He hit the ground and bounced twice <laughs> and lived. I was say, yeah. didn't that guy live? Do you know how hard you got to hit the ground? To bounce once? Just to bounce. Yeah. And then to bounce twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, uh, I, like I said, I, I was watching the video uh, towards the end of the oh, when you were talking. He did not bounce. It was just up. Yeah, he just straight flat right into it, right? Like, I'm checking these pictures, and you, you can immediately go, oh, and then, oh, no. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I think we should actually find some videos and pictures and make sure we put them up on our website for our listeners. I mean, I'm thinking this picture right here is probably the best. It really, yes. that's the one that I'm like, oh, yes. that is a pretentious that douche if like I've ever straight, seen one. It looks like a burlap straight jacket. Right. You like know. it is, but that was absolutely like. So his theory was like using that suit. So using that design, he had to like put his body into like almost like a cross, you know, or as if he was being crucified in order for it to work properly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I, I imagine if you're falling from a height, holding that position, is probably not that easy. Like his mustache definitely reminds me of the um, old school like strongmen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks like he, he's even got an ass chin. He's got the little dimple like a butthole. Butthole just below his face, huh? That's right. Just under his, his he lips. Can, he can wipe his ass and blow his nose all at the same time. Talk about talking shit. <laughs> so, but like, he didn't die completely in vain, you know. Not only did he leave an impact on the earth. <laughs> a literal impact crater. <laughs> but like... So current design, uh, current wingsuits, like kind of did borrow from his design in ways. So like he was a pioneer. You know, not not everybody who does it first gets it right. Not if they die. I I found an artist's rendering of his jump, and it is of his jump. Yeah, it is magical. An artist's rendering of his jump. Yeah, I just, I'm actually looking at that one, too, yeah. Wow, yeah. That's really cool, because you can see how it, like, wrapped around him. Yeah. You know. And, and that look of, oh, my God, I'm going to die. But I don't see that detail. Let me get a little closer. <laughs> Let me get a little closer. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely that look of, I done fucked up, I done fucked up. And this it's, is how it ends. It's like the Monopoly man did it instead of Reichel. Oh, if the Monopoly man and the Pringles guy had a baby. Oh my god. The Pringles man had a baby. Yeah, I would probably jump off the building too. So once, was the monocle there? Once you pop, you can't stop. What was the monocle there? There is no monocle. Never. But why do we remember it? Wait, what are, I always what are you say because about? Mr. Peanut wears a top hat. Are you the talking Monopoly about Monopoly Man? Oh, um, I, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking on this picture. Yeah. Oh no, I'm talking about like, the Monopoly Man. If you want a really good photo, I blew it up. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm like you can, you can see. I want that as my background now. <laughs> right. You can see how scared that man is. <laughs> so I almost believe now that uh, 
Yeah, that's only halfway down, too. Right. I almost believe now, too, that he died of a heart attack before him. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Like, that, that is the literal artist's rendering from, like, that day, I believe. Very well I mean, done. Very beautifully done. Such a beautiful drawing and coloring of such a All right, such guys, if we, if we hit 100,000 in uh, Patreon subscribers, he's going to get a tattooed. Let's do it. You want me to get a tattoo? Yeah. Why not the dude who presented? I will absolutely get a tattoo. For 100000 Of Francois Reichalt. I mean, it, or honestly, the artist rendering of Francois yeah, that, Reichalt. Specifically the artist rendering. from the Eiffel Tower. If like, we, that actually would look bad. If we get 100... If we get 100,000 Patreon subscribers. Oh, that's a lot of Patreon subscribers. I'd be happy with 100. I would do it for 100. No, you can't undercut me when we're recording, man, because I'm not doing it for 100. No, I said I would. (laughs) All right, you do it then. Fuck. We got got, got uh, sound incredible saying that he'll get You know what? You know what? I'll do it with him if we get to 10,000. I think ten thousand is a good good mark. And then I'll do twenty, with then 20 thousand, we we bring in Casey, and thirty thousand we bring in uh, Titus. No, I think fifty thousand. All four of us will do it. That's right. We get to fifty thousand Patreon subscribers, and we will all get tattoos of this beautiful picture of this man falling from the Eiffel Tower. And you will be can able I put to it on my butt? Photos of the you yes, can. yes. I will put it on. It's my going butt. on my inner thigh. Ooh, there you go. Ooh, that should be a fun one to record. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm going to put it on my back thigh so it's like he's jumping out of my butthole. <laughs> hey, you took my idea. I was look, the beer it. isn't from the fall. I'm, I'm going to... It's I'm not gonna, about you where you're going. my idea. Do it as a tramp stamp like he's falling into my butthole. <laughs> it's, it's not oh about... Oh, God! It's not about where you you're going. You guys heard it here first. Whoever needs it is going to get a tramp stamp of Francis Reichalt. So now we need you guys to get us to those 50,000 Who, subscribers. I am not being oh, held. Yes. Not Casey, Casey needs, needs it get is the getting tramp the tramp stamp no, of Francis Reichalt no. if we meet 50,000 subscribers. Dude, you're going to get it. No. 50,000 Patreon subscribers. We're going to get to 50,000 Patreon subscribers and you're going to be like, I got to do it. I got to do it for the 50, boys. 50,000. I, I feel like I won't. I, I think you're going to. <laughs> Fifty thousand, man. I feel like at fifty thousand, we we'll, we can talk me into getting the tattoo, not a tramp stamp. <laughs> no, you gotta. Okay. Okay. How fine. about a full back of him falling into your butt? A full back. Piece. Oh my god! Yeah. Like warp it. Yeah. Like yeah. warp the image yeah. and have it go down like a tornado <laughs> towards his butt crack. That way, it's that is always present. Stamp. That's actually like it, it'd be great. And then, like the main, we gotta find a really good tattoo artist. Full size, just with that scared, shitless look as he's getting sucked into your ass. <laughs> I mean, that would be priceless. <laughs> I'm almost willing to just be you know like what? ten of those you subscribers. Know what? At this point, at this point, we won't require a tramp stamp unless we hit seventy-five thousand, and then Ooh. it'll be the okay. So I mean, you got and you then it'll be the listener's it. choice who gets the tramp stamp. Ooh, my vote's for Just Incredible. Well, if we've already gotten the tattoo just at incorrigible. 50. Listen, are we just, I'm the just the sound guy. Is the, is the same one? Or I'm the first is, one going. They, do they get to pick I, a tramp stamp? <laughs> so, no, that's not how oh, this that, works. That's fair, that's fair. It'd have to be between the three of us, and we'll let yeah, the Patreon. Yeah, we'll let the. We'll do a vote. Right, we'll let the Patreon decide. Who's is there going to be a new tattoo? Stamp. 
Huh? If we've already gotten if we've all already gotten the original tattoo, would it be a new trade well, stamp? We would have to put a date on it. Yeah, so if you get yeah. us if you get us to fifty thousand and we're all doing it. So what was it? A hundred for you to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A thousand for I just like tattoos. Me so. to do it. And then uh ten thousand for Casey. No, I thought you were ten thousand. I thought Casey yeah, was twenty. I was ten thousand. Well, no, we're doing fifty thousand for everybody. Yeah, I like the fifty thousand for so everybody. I'd be it's a good mark. Yeah. I mean, so just incredible is going to Everybody get it at has their so. price. No, I'd, so and we, then if you get us to seventy-five thousand <laughs> Patreon subscribers, we'll let you pick who gets the Francis Reichalt tramp stamp. I, w- I would vote getting sucked into the butt. Thousand <laughs> with 10, that look of fear on his face. <laughs> I feel like that would make more sense. One thousand, ten thousand, twenty-five thousand, and then fifty. Yeah, so fifty thousand for everybody. Yeah, cool. I like it. And yeah, seventy-five yeah. for everyone to get a tramp stamp. No, 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 what? no. 75 is for the viewers to pick who gets the tramp right. stamp. Right, only one tramp stamp. 100,000 everybody gets a tramp stamp. Listen, we got to keep tramp stamps open in case we ever want to do fantasy right. football so we have a loser's trophy. Right. Yeah, yeah no, we definitely thing. need to keep our options open. So, like, you know, in the future, if we wanted to do something like this again, mm-hmm. there's the opportunity. <laughs> but, but I one guess of us we could always. I guess we could always. Cover if we needed to with the new thing. That would be hilarious. And there's what no like making it look good. It's just going straight <laughs> over. Right. <laughs> just kind of xing it out and do one in, one above it. <laughs> kind of like the guy out. that had the tattoo <laughs> of his like girlfriend, and then he crossed it's it out line. and wrote the new next one underneath. <laughs> so, so can I get a tattoo of the impact at the base of my junk? Like you know, my junk is the Eiffel Tower. Um, I. W- <laughs> I mean, I, I you do you, bro. <laughs> I mean. There's a line. So that when it stands up, it looks like the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> All right, but um, you have to get the Eiffel Tower literally like on your junk. Oh, I got I right. a tattoo. Oh, and you got to oh, be oh. hard for them to do that and get it right. So. And you have to remain hard <laughs> while they're in the middle of doing that. Listen, if you're going you through that. You heard it, 20,000 20, Patreon subscribers. And Casey needs it's getting the nope. Eiffel Tower tattooed on his dick. That's not what I said. And then I said the splatter the, image at the base. The, <laughs> and then only the people that do the twenty dollar donation do not have to see the picture. <laughs> oh! Everybody else, we're sending it to you. <laughs> Every well, no, because I don't think we'll get any subscribers at that point. <laughs> Can't fucking send it to me if I don't give you my information. We'll find you and send it to you. In order to make it stop, everybody. In order to make it stop, just start with. We a will require a payment through your PayPal of nineteen ninety nine. Just gonna start. No, a we're gonna do three AOL. easy com. payments. No, listen, listen, <laughs> and one complicated payment. No, we're just gonna make like a time stop on like uh, TikTok, where it's like you got to stop to get the code to get something free, but really it's just the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna work for it. You're going to work to see this dick. <laughs> if you tell them this, they won't look at the TikTok. That's what I oh, used to tell my dates. They won't know where dates. it's coming from. It'll be a random account. <laughs> right. And everybody will just keep oh. reposting it because, damn it, if I had to look at it, so do you. <laughs> and that's how we went viral. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. So that maybe way. next time when we check in, we'll be able to look at what our numbers look like. I don't and, know. And uh, I believe we have some good episodes coming up shortly. So, signing off, this is Kurt and Rod. This is not Casey Needs It. This is Titus Ballsack. This is not Titus Ballsack. This is Kurt and Rod.
<laughs> it is not Kurt I'm Rod. I'm Kurt and Rod. You oh, do shit. not look like Kurt. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, I'm Casey. That's right. Join us next time, everyone. Bye. Actually, that was pretty good. Actually, I think that was really good. Fuck it. Cut it. Print. Go to press, baby. <laughs> Front page. <laughs>